Do you have a good story? What is your story? What is your community impact? How can you convince the reviewers that you should get the grant? So those are some of the things that you should be preparing. And if you just have it, if you're ready, you don't have to get ready. Most business owners and entrepreneurs are secretly sick of hustling. And if you are too, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Hustle Less, Profit More podcast with me, Mickey Anderson, where we're revolutionizing success because you should have it all. Business success, lasting wealth, freedom, and fulfillment. Join me on this quest to uncover the keys to defining and achieving success on our terms so we can all hustle less and profit more. You know, it's not often that I get to kind of speak with and chat with and learn from people who have this much experience in growing businesses and supporting businesses through the tough times and helping them find almost like hacks to growth opportunities that no one else is looking for or don't even know exist. So I'm really excited to have you here today, Janita, to chat all about finding the right opportunities to help your business grow and scale. I am so excited to be here, Mickey. Thank you for allowing me to come on. And I'm excited to share all of my nuggets with your audience. Yeah. So you're down in DC. I'd love to know how you got into um, both finding and helping entrepreneurs and business owners find grants um, and, and aligning them with the right grants for their businesses, but how, how you got to where you are now even. That's interesting because I'm still trying to figure out how I fell into it <laughs> myself. It just, I don't know, I guess as an entrepreneur, you're always looking for opportunities to, to pivot, to grow, to, to learn new things. And I literally, when I say I fell into the grant world for, for, for small businesses, because I'd had that experience in the nonprofit world, but I fell into it um, for the for-profit world. I pitched some clients, uh, potential clients at the time, and said, hey, let me help you with this. And they gave me the opportunity and the rest is really history. So that was, you know, just walking down the street and stumbling into something. That's what I did. I feel like that's like the story of entrepreneurship for most of us. Like, I don't know how it happened, but I'm glad it did. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So that, that truly is how it happened. Amazing. Well, let's chat a little bit about grant, Grants for Biz, because I know in growing a business, sometimes there are opportunities about that you have no idea even exist or where to look for. And I know I'm not alone in that. So what is Grants for Biz and how does it help small businesses? So Grants for Biz came out of an idea from the pandemic and started out um, hundreds of businesses that we've assisted in obtaining funding uh, for restaurants to hair salons to barbershops to, I mean, medical practices, you name it, all different types of businesses, uh, health and fitness. And so doing all of that, um, as you know, I was trying to pivot, you know, through the pandemic and like, okay, what else can I do? I was giving that information away for free. So some of my kind of A-list clients, I was, I was like, Hey, 
there's an opportunity out that I think that you can apply for. Are you interested? And I had all of their, their profiles and everything already. So it was easy for them. And then, you know, when I, when I'm with clients and, and they have me in their phone as the grant lady, um, no name, just the grant lady. And I said, Hmm, I need to start charging this information. I can't continue to, to give it away for free. Um, because they're making, you know, I'm getting them hundreds of thousands of dollars over the course of several years. And, you know, no, I need to get paid for that information because we're good at what we do. We have good information. We, we prepare awesome packages. So let me start charging. And so to make it to different, um, you create a profile. And so based on your profile, then why not get notifications via email? Hey, you might be potentially qualified for these grants and we can help you or you can do it yourself, but at least here's the information because you know, as a small business owner, you are in the throes of everything and you don't have time to hunt and peck. And I kind of know where to go. And honestly, we see opportunities every day that we're adding to the, the database. So that's kind of how... That's kind of how that happened. Talk about a no brainer for businesses. Like what, just being able to identify a need and like a super simple solution that you can provide to businesses that they would be silly to say no to. Exactly. I, I love that, how you came about it and you were the grant lady before even. And so it was just a natural, all right, well, if we're going to turn this into a profitable business, I love yeah. that. Yes. Um, so, so let's talk a little bit about uh, grants in general, because I think there's a lot of us maybe who have no experience in grants for myself. I, I have never applied for a grant. I've looked, but don't really know where to look or how to look. And so what kinds of businesses can benefit from grants and, and what kinds of grants are available? So really any in the small business world, because I, I, my, my specific focus is small business. And so it can be any type of business. It depends on the granting organization. Mm -hmm. You know, they may, sometimes they may say, okay, this is restaurants. Okay. This, these are businesses in Boston, Massachusetts. You know, these are only eligible here or in the South or this one, anybody, or this one, I saw something where they were designed for florist. So it can be any. And so our our uh, algorithm is pretty specific in terms of, tell me these, these areas where you think your business industry is, and we'll try to match you based on what's in our, in our system. And so where do you go? Well, you come to us. Um, <laughs> and we will, you know, provide you some matches. So that's so any anybody really provided that you're, you know and so we give you some eligibility criteria yeah um and so you have to meet that criteria amazing you know one of the things that i think for many businesses like my own for example i'm a solo consultant we feel very unprepared um to do any sort of formal application it's like oh wait what do i have to do to get things in order before I start applying to grants, how can we prepare as businesses to set ourselves up for success? Sure. Well, um, 
sometimes granting organizations ask for your tax return, maybe for the last three years, or excuse me, they want to know a financial your financial statement so they can know the financial health of your organization. And oh, by the way, are you operating um, properly? Do you have the proper business licenses? Um, um, something that they have here in DC, kind of clean hands. Are you? Do you know? Do you have not have any tax liabilities? Is your paperwork in order with the local jurisdiction? Um, and and do you have a good story? What is your story? What is your community impact? How can you convince the reviewers that you should get the grant? And so, what is your what is your sweet spot? You know, how do you differ from the uh, competition? So, those are some of the things that you should be preparing. And if you just have it, if you're ready, you don't have to get ready. So <laughs> I love that. I love that. And I think it's a lot of it's kind of common sense, even though common sense isn't so common. Um, just keeping your business in order so that when those opportunities arrive, you don't have to scramble and feel stressed out. You can just jump on them when necessary. Um, one thing that you mentioned there that I'd love to chat a little bit about was the story piece, because that feels I've never heard anyone talk about that outside of specifically just marketing. And I think it's something that just opened my eyes a little bit you do have to market your business to these organizations and show exactly. them like, I'm different. I'm valuable. Here's why you should invest in me. Exactly. So what makes a great story when it comes to grant writing? So uh, I want to improve my customer experience. I yeah. want to um, add to the, the, um, the neighborhood I want to improve my storefront so that I can attract new customers and I can be in a, aligned with the rest of the neighborhood. I don't want to have this crummy old place and everybody else is shiny and bright. So I want to I want to be in line. I want to improve the aesthetics of my building. Um, and oh, by the way, this is what I do in the community. So I'm not just taking, I'm giving too. And so those are some of the, the, the and, and what I'm passionate about and, and how I'm improving, you know, the health of customers, you know, just, you know, that good story that's true, that it's compelling. Yeah. So it almost sounds like having a plan for what the funding is going to do, not just for you, but the impact you'll have on others in the community yes. is a really important part of that. Yes, yes. And then one of kind of one of the okay, so I have my ten thousand dollars and and now what? Mm. Well tell them how you're gonna spend it. Yeah. And describe, oh, I'm just gonna buy some equipment. Well, what kind of equipment? Well, I need, you know, two computers to replace my old computers and they are model XYZ, you know, be descriptive so that they can see that you have thought about how you want to spend the money. Yeah, I think a lot of us get excited about grants, but we don't necessarily have that plan in place as to how specifically I'm going to use it, what it's going to do. And that sounds like it's a very important part in the preparation and execution, not just coming up with it afterwards. Absolutely, absolutely. Because some, some granting organizations ask you to report out how you spent the money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you want to be able to produce those reports. And sometimes I ask for receipts. 
So, you know, it just depends. This episode is brought to you by the Hustle Less Profit More Club, the marketing solution for small businesses struggling to grow. Learn how to ditch marketing that doesn't work and create a no-fluff, high-powered marketing strategy that scales in the Hustle Less Profit More Club. This monthly business coaching program is designed for busy entrepreneurs and business owners who struggle to market their business. Inside, you'll learn everything you need to set proper marketing goals, prioritize your efforts, and grow your business. Head over to heymickeyanderson.com slash club to learn more. Now, back to the episode. Yeah, that's really good to know. I think a lot of us just assume we'll get the money and then be done. (laughs) But that's not necessarily the case, depending on the organization. Yes, because they sometimes they make you sign this grant agreement and and all the little fine print. (laughs) Always read your fine print. Always. Always. Um, There's something that you focus on in particular with small businesses and the impact they have on their communities and the economy of their communities. And I think it's it's an important topic to discuss because many of us forget that how our business isn't just about us and our customers, but about the economy and the well-being of our community as well. Can you speak a little bit to that? Um, Yes, just being a partner to the community. Um, I have a few clients that are convenience stores and they've received grants. And so at Thanksgiving, they give give out 200 turkeys to the community. And so, especially during these times, those are those are lifelines for their potential customers. And so what does that do? That that builds goodwill in the community. And oh yeah, I'm they value me just as much as I value them being in the neighborhood. So yes, I'm going to continue to support them. And so, um, you know, I tell customers who are not community oriented, hey, things are kind of changing now. They, you know, we have to, you know, show how we impact the community. And so let's get, let's get a plan together. And so that's goodwill with, even with organizations that support them, um, nonprofits. I have some clients that are nonprofits that support the for-profit small businesses in certain neighborhoods. And so that's goodwill for them. And then they're inclined to do even more to support that small business um, with resources. And, and, and sometimes they have little small grants that they, that they um, give out to those businesses. So it's just the whole kind of goodwill ecosystem, if you will. I love that. I think a lot of times business owners um, undervalue the power of having a mission, having a cause, reaching out, giving a helping hand, you know, in marketing, we talk about um, setting your brand apart a lot. Mm-hmm. How, how can you stand out? And one of the things is aligning with the same values as your customers and the same mission mm-hmm. as your customers. And so if you're in a community and your customers have a mission, or maybe there's a charity or an organization or a cause that they're really impacted by and backed behind, that's an opportunity for you to to step aside them and, and join in the cause. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I have some clients that support some of the local little league teams and, mm-hmm. you know, and some of the school systems. And so they partner there and there's ice cream and treats, you know, for after school. And, you know, it just, it just makes, it's that kind of feel good thing. There's not much that gets me like when you walk into an office and you see the little league pictures on the wall of the office immediately. I'm like, Oh, I know I'm going to buy here. Like I like you already. Right. 
Yes, exactly, exactly, exactly. And so that's, you know, with so many crazy things happening, just that goodwill, that feel good thing is okay. is so important. I'd love to chat a little bit about what getting and getting grants can do for a business. I think sometimes we think technology in particular. Okay, there's a grant to help someone update their technology, but I think grants in general can be a lot more broad than that. Um, what kind of experiences can people have from getting a grant? So um, in your in your line of work, because everybody wants to improve their marketing strategy. And so I'm constantly coaching businesses. They're like, well, I don't know what I should apply for. Marketing. Mm -hmm. How much do you spend on marketing? Not um, enough, probably. <laughs> not enough. Not <laughs> enough. So use it for marketing. They're like, oh, yeah. I said, let's get a strategy going. Let's get a social media cal calendar going. And so you have that. Um, you know, any kind of, um, you know, equipment that one might need other than technology, um, particular in the, the kind of retail business, um, you know, you need that or um, to support some grants will help you support a, a part-time resource. So, you know, staffing and some grants will help you pay some of your bills. So um, it just really, it is the gamut that is support. And so it can be a lifeline. It, it can just be, whew, we made it one more month. So, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's important because it just, and I've just seen, I've just seen businesses turn their whole business around as a result of that, you know, that grant. Yeah. It's uh and I think too, once you get a grant, it almost feels like validation, right? An outside organization believes in me and they're giving me money. Exactly. 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 Absolutely. And and I kind of felt that because I assist so many businesses and I said, well let me see what, you know, as a professional services company, what can we apply for? And so, you know, we received grants too. I'm like, okay, this feels good. <laughs> you can do it. I can do it. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. And I think, I think too, once you're open to those opportunities, you'll see more of them. Oh, yes. Right? Definitely. And as your business grows, the grants may change and the needs may change, but those are continued opportunities to get free money. <laughs> exactly. Right? Exactly. 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 So when it comes to being successful at getting and using a grant, are there any key things that business owners should be thinking about when they're either planning to get grants or planning to use grants? Well, definitely having that paperwork in order, you know, in terms of the planning process and knowing exactly how to articulate how you want to utilize those grant funds, and then how you want to report out if necessary, how those grant funds are used. So, so those, you definitely have to think about, you definitely have to think about that. And then that it goes back to that story. Like, what is that compelling story? That's going to make me stand out above the crowd. Because some, some may ask you to get on video. You know, particularly if if the grant is for minority owned or for woman owned, they want to see really who's filling out this, who's completing this application. 
So, you know, putting that best foot forward and just being excited about the opportunity because that granting organization, that's good publicity for them as well. That's good PR for them. So it's just, it's just the warm and fuzzy all the way around. You know, I'm curious because I've heard this and I don't know if it's true. So maybe you can myth bust for me that um, oftentimes there aren't enough applicants for grants. And so it's, it's not even if you meet all the criteria, you may get selected for a grant, even if you don't meet all the criteria. Is that true? I have never heard that there are not being enough applicants for a grant. Okay. Because <laughs> I just think about one of the grants that we received um, for us last, last year. Yes, last year. They had 3,000 applications, and I was yeah. one of 1,000 that was awarded. Wow. Okay. I, I feel like things have definitely changed since the pandemic mm -hmm. as well in terms of grant availability and demand. Yes, yes, yes. absolutely, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, we, I think a lot of businesses went through a really challenging time with the pandemic and are, are trying to get their feet under them again and figure out, OK, what's this next step? Where am I going now? Is it over? And I think grants are a great opportunity to get that helping hand and, and kind of ease the path a little bit. Absolutely. Absolutely. Ease, you know, just like I said, in some instances, I have seen it be a lifeline. And, you know, oh. I can remain open because of this. Particularly in Washington, D.C., just has so many different opportunities. And, you know, with uh, during the pandemic, so many businesses were behind in their rental payments. And so this was helping them kind of catch up and, you know, forge a, a good relationship between themselves and the landlords. So I've, I have seen firsthand and assisted clients with, with those different scenarios. And when it comes to the grants themselves, you know, I'm curious in terms of timelines, how early, how often should we be checking to see if grants are available? How early do you need to get your application in? Is is like there a lot of urgency in terms of timing with it? Well, it depends. Um, in, in our system, when we're doing the notification, as soon as we see it, we send it out, you know, based on on your match. And, you know, you may have. 30 days to prepare an application. You may have two weeks, you may have a week. It just depends on the organization. But I always say, as soon as you see it, go ahead and apply for it. Because at some time they could say, okay, we have enough applications. We're going to cut it off. Ooh. They could cut it off before the deadline. So I, I never like to wait to the deadline. And then if everybody's waiting at the same time, I have seen firsthand and have experienced with system crashes. And so you have spent all this time, you know, preparing and completing this application and, oh, dang, I can't even submit it because the system went down. And it's just like, oh, well, you wait to the last minute. So and then from that time, when you hear, it just depends. You know, it could be some say 30 days, 40 days, 45 days. It could be three months, four months. It just depends on. And typically they, they give you a kind of a timeline in most cases, to let you know kind of when to be expecting. And they do not want phone calls or emails. You just have to be patient. And I tell folks, just be patient. It makes sense, though, because, you know, 
as you mentioned, most of us are so busy and caught up that by the time we realize a grant's available and then get our stuff together, we're already too late (laughs) for the most part. So having someone be able to notify you proactively, be looking for you and then basically set you up for success. So like, here's the application, here's what you got to do. Go, (laughs) good luck. Oh, by the way, we'll help you if needed. Like that just, it makes so much sense. The the vital role that grants for biz plays for small businesses. And that's our value proposition. You continue to run your business. We're just going to provide you this information. Yeah. Yes. So anyone listening who is interested in getting grants, now you know where to go. (laughs) (laughs) What to do, who to talk to. So for anyone who is listening, who is like, okay, obviously I need to talk to Danita. I need help. I need someone to be doing this for me, to be looking for those grants and helping me fill out the application. So I don't miss these opportunities because I need them. Where can they go to find you online? Well, we, uh, seaspartners.com has all of our information. Um, I have my, my Twitter. That's probably, uh, Danita Dolman on Twitter, but everything else is seas partners or grants for biz. That's how you can find us. Awesome. And I'll link all of those down in the description below as well with links to grants for biz and seas partners, as well as your personal links, whatever you'd like to have there. Thank you so much, Danita. It was so cool to learn more about grants, grant writing, what successful grants look like and how we can be more proactive in the process. Well, thank you so much, Mickey, for inviting me. It was an awesome conversation and we want to help, help, you know, we want to help small businesses in any way that we can. And we need the help. So it's amazing. Thank you. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you. You did it. You finished another episode of the Hustle Less Profit More podcast. Season two has been brought to you by Content at Scale. With Content at Scale's world-class SEO AI writer, in just five minutes, you can generate high-quality, research-backed, 2,500-word articles. And here on the Hustle Less Profit More podcast, we use Content at Scale to create blog posts from every single episode, which you can explore along with our show notes and resources at hustlelessprofitmore.com. If you enjoyed the show, please don't forget to rate and review us wherever you listen to your podcast. Now join us again next time to uncover more of the keys to defining and achieving success on our terms. Thanks for listening.